Seven, Tremors. That's how they get you. They're under the goddamn ground. Hello, uh, welcome to the latest episode of Two Geeks, Two Beers and a Laptop with me Tom and Morgan. Hello. Uh, today we'll be talking about the, I'd say, forgotten gem of, uh, of a horror film, B-movie horror film from 1990, Tremors. Mm. What do you know about Tremors? Um, I, yeah, I know a little bit about Tremors but I'm, I'm not entirely sure I've even actually seen it. My brother absolutely <laughs> loves Tremors, it's one of his favourite movies of all time, he absolutely loves it. He talks about it all the time and I might have sort of got to the stage where I'm... I'm sort of I've lied to him and told him I've seen it, <laughs> even though I'm not entirely sure I have. I might have seen it when I was very little, possibly yeah. too little, um, but I don't have any, any any decent memories of it. I, I I know it's got Kevin Bacon in it, yeah, but but then you know it's the eighties, sort of late eighties, early nineties. Kevin Bacon being in a film is a fairly doesn't sell it very well either. Also, it's a fair, fair, it's a fairly you know surefire thing. And, uh, and I think it's about, like, giant sandworms under the ground or something? Yeah, they're, they're huge worm-like creatures called Graboids. Graboids, It's a right. bit of a shit name, but it's, <laughs> it's kind of what they come up with, the characters themselves come up with it. Right. Perfection. A scorched outpost in the middle of nowhere. You know how close I am to leaving this place right now? How close? Maybe that's why Val and Earl... ...decided to leave town. They just picked the wrong day to do it. Jeez. You guys better get the hell out of here. There's a killer on the loose. Ah! Who could be doing it? Is that a snake? I'll give you boys five dollars for this. Twenty. What the hell are those things? How could they eat a whole station wagon? But where do they come from? I vote for outer space. No way these are local boys. You see, they're headed right for us. No Richter scale can measure it. They're coming! No scientist can explain it. Bert, they're under the ground! You didn't get penetration even with the alpha gun. Run, run! And no one knows what to call it. Mega worms or suckers or, or suckoids. Now this valley is just one long smorgasbord. Now it's up to Val and Earl to save the world. That's one big mother. Died made you Einstein. And they know just what to do. Flip for it. Damn. Kevin Bacon. Fred Ward. Tremors. So, in 1990, it takes place in a fictional town called Perfection mm. in Nevada. It's like a desert place. Right. Um, and only one road leads out of it. It's got a population of 14. I, one 14, thing I, 14? Yeah, one four. It's okay. very, like a Hickville. Mm. But I've realised by looking on, you know, on Wikipedia, well, you get you get official Wikipedia and then you get the like wikis. Fan wikis. Yeah. yeah. And and pretty much everything you can think of has their own little fan-made thing. Yeah. Tremors has one which is just so like detailed and, and incredible. The well, amount of information it's, I could find. It's, it's a little amazing. franchise, isn't it? And so yeah, people yeah. get really invested in these things. Yeah. But the first film is obviously the best, as, as ever, in these sort of things. And it, it's, it stars Kevin Bacon as Valentine. 
Amazing. What the hell's going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? And Fred Ward. Do you know Fred Ward? No, I he, can't he, say I do. He's, he's not jumping out at me. His name is, is, is Earl in this. And they're both handymen. But the thing about Fred Ward, which I find hilarious, I'm just going to talk about this now, is that I'm certain I've seen him in at least three or four films where his name is Earl. And yet what, he's playing a character yeah, called Earl? Yeah, he wasn't in My Name is Earl, which is quite <laughs> Is this um, like the character, um, what's the guy from Fast and the Furious? Oh, the Hector. Hector. He's yeah, this, yeah. this actor. <laughs> what's the name? I'm going to look at the name of that actor. He always plays characters called basically... He's Mex- basically always, Mexican crony. He's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's a classic Mexican crony. Yeah. And he's basically always, always called Hector. And he came back in the latest Fast He came back in, in Fast and Furious 7, which is amazing. I always kept in touch with Vin from part one. And so I know that they were battling for me to try to come back on. Hector. Yeah. What's up, man? It's a blessing, you know, to be back and have a character that was so remembered. I'm like, man, finally they brought Hector back. What's up? Noel, Noel Guglielme. <laughs> I'm sure that's authentic Spanish-Mexican pronunciation. Were you Guglielme. in Comic-Con or something? I saw, him, I saw him at Comic-Con. He, he had his own little stall. I wanted to go up and say hello to him, but I didn't. But I felt bad afterwards. <laughs> so that guy, he's always Hector. And this guy, Fred Ward, is always Earl. So, right, he was in Sweet Home Alabama, mm. and his name was Earl. Sm- okay. Earl Smooter. Right. He was in Road Trip. He was called Earl Edwards. And Tremors, obviously, Earl Bassett. Do you, do you think... Well, okay, only three films, but still. <laughs> three different films, which are really, you know, relatively big in their own way. I know it was called Earl and every single one of them. Is that I, an in-joke? Or... I like the idea that maybe it's all, again, another shared universe. Yeah. And that Sweet Home Alabama <laughs> is part of the Tremors universe. Like, maybe it is. Yeah. Run for it. Runner's not a plan. Now, runner's what you do when the plan fails. Valentine, you're not even trying to think of a plan. But essentially, the, the general plot is they're handymen who are desperate to leave because it's a shit place to live. Um, but soon people start dying and they don't know why and then they realise eventually these huge worm-like creatures which they call Graboids um, and the great thing about it is it's just B-movie fun mm. but it was quite scary in its own way and again as you were saying earlier you might have seen it as a kid I think back then I just seemed to watch these sort of films that you yeah, shouldn't have <laughs> like Total Recall yeah. um, with the three boob lady yeah, um, yeah that was and, a, and that was a like childhood that. treat like, and I don't know what I don't know how I was allowed to watch these films. Whereas nowadays, kids are probably just used to that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's totally with the, the, the the advent of the internet, Tom, <laughs> kids see all sorts of things. I, a a three boobed lady is the least of parents' concerns these days. Thanks. I'll wait for Melina. Earth slime. Oh, and the best character of Tremors is this guy called Bert, played by what's his name, Michael Gross. Um, he was a weapons expert and survivalist. Broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard? Did his wife, played by country singer Reba McIntyre. Of course. In her only role, as far as I'm aware, in anything. She had, no, she had her own CBS sitcom a couple of years ago. Oh, Reba. Yeah, Reba, yeah. Reba. It was her first role then. That's what it was. Making her feature film debut is country music superstar Reba McIntyre. The very first day I was here, we did the master shot of a scene in town when we first find the monster. I was down there and I was looking at the monster. And I had two lines. I said, Phew, it stinks too. Stinks too. But at the end of my scene, he said, that's a take. I went, yeah! yeah I did it, I did it, I did it! But eventually they get the grab boys and whatever. All mm-hmm. um, f- what I find funny is at the time, Kevin Bacon said that this was a career low. And that's wow. coming from Kevin Bacon, who's now <laughs> famous for doing his... He's uh, vlogging uh, EE, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He does EE efforts. 4G. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Career low. <laughs> Lowest ebb. Doug, Dougie Pointer. <laughs> Ken Barlow. The Rovers. You, you watch those EE adverts, and his mouth is smiling, but his eyes are sad, <laughs> aren't they? He looks like he's crying inside, Kevin Bacon. Hey, I'm Kevin Bacon. Star of a few good men. Tremors. Footloose. But I'm not here to talk about Kevin Bacon, Hollywood A-lister. I'm here to talk about Kevin Bacon center of the universe 
Some time ago, I realized that I was connected to everyone in the world, and I mean everyone. I was in Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks did Philadelphia. Philadelphia tastes great on a cracker. It's a cracker, was Frank Carson's catchphrase. Catchphrase was on ITV, same as Coronation Street, and we all know where Ken Barlow drinks. The Rovers. I mean, I don't want to diss him because yeah. you know, he's, he's one of those guys where I've got nothing against him. He seems like a nice guy. So, is, so is he, he retroactively bashed Tremors? No, no. He said at the time... He um, thought it was a he career. Thought, he like. said, I broke down and fell to the sidewalk, screaming to my pregnant wife, I can't believe I'm doing a movie about underground worms. <laughs> but to be fair, he might have done that since. He might have done that about the E.E. movies, yeah, uh, yeah, E.E. ads. Yeah. He might have done it about the following, yeah. which is dreadful. Yeah. You know, he might have done it about Hollow Man. We don't know. Hollow he might, have a, he yeah. might have a breakdown every single time he does a shitty project. The question is, what would you do if you knew you couldn't be seen? You have no idea how much fun this is. But the reason I want to talk about Tremors really isn't just the first film, which is great and mm. culty and you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's because, like the episode we did about... Freaky franchises. Yeah, this was a perfect one. Because during the episode whilst we were recording, I suddenly thought Tremors. I thought, oh, that'd have been a really good one. So I might as well do it now. So that came out in 1990. It was very popular, did mm. very well, mm. did better than Like expected. you say, it got, got a bit of a cult following, yeah. slow burn. So you think, well, clearly we're going to do a sequel. Clearly. Um, but for some reason, it only went direct to video straight away. Right. When, when uh, what was it, Anaconda yeah. 2, Hunt for the Blood Orchid yeah. can get a cinematic like release. 15 years later. But Tremors 2, how how's, So, how's 96 it? that came out. So, six years. Six years. But still, you know, yeah. it was called Aftershocks. Right. Direct to video, Bacon wasn't back, though. No, no, back, no back Bacon. Bacon. No. <laughs> he never comes back. No. Um, but Earl's back. Earl's He's the back. main guy this time. Okay. This time, uh, there's an infestation of graboids and Mexican oil fields. So, they're like, oh, who do we get to, to, to rescue? Oh, okay. Oh, that handyman because he was there when the first ones happened. Cool. So it's not like Die Hard where bad, no, no. bad shit keeps no. happening they to John McClane. They bring him in as the the graboid expert. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he also got Bert back to help him. This weapons guy. Okay. They lay dormant for years, waiting for the chance to appear once again. Now they're back, and they'll find you no matter where you try to hide. a team of dedicated professionals can stop them. We need someone, an expert, to eliminate these creatures, to go graboid hunting. This time, they're prepared. Preparing to fire. You smoked his ass. Doing what I can with what I got. This time, they're motivated. 50,000 for each graboid. You've got a deal. This time, they're one step ahead. Get off the ground! Tremors 2. Aftershocks, starring Fred Ward, Michael Gross, Christopher Garton, and Helen Shaver. Damn worms never cut you any slack. Um, but this time, it wasn't just graboids. They kind of morphed into these weird things that they called shriekers. Right. Which um, it apparently is the second life cycle of a graboid. The graboids. Okay. And this like time, a they, Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 they spawn legs. Okay. Run around and like these, I don't know four foot creatures. Right now, see, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because you know, sometimes it's a very bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, I love, yeah. I love, for example, like Alien and Aliens. But then later on in like Alien Resurrection, they try and you know create new twists. Yeah, have you ever seen Alien Resurrection? Which one was that? That's the fourth one. Uh, I think I have. Where I anything about it? Where basically at one point they create like an alien human crossbreed, but it just looks like a shit monster. <laughs> it looks like, and I don't mean like a shit monster. It looks yeah. like a monster composed of shit. Like, it's, it's actually like human fecal matter it's dreadful so sometimes when they try and tweak these like classic designs yeah. doesn't doesn't go well look it thinks you're its mother <laughs> on 
sign, mate. Yeah. Do you say they're getting rid of Aliens 3 and 4? Is that not existing anymore? Well, the rumour was there, the guy who directed District 9, um, he's going to do... He hasn't done a good film since. He hasn't done it. Everyone loves it. Yeah. He hasn't, hasn't actually he's done a good He's a new M. Night Shyamalan man. Yeah. Hang on, let's, I, what's this guy's name? I'm going to look him up. Neil Blomkamp, I think. Neil, Neil Blomkamp, that's the guy. who He made uh, District 9, which... I, you don't like. I hated it. I thought it was... <laughs> everyone loves District 9, and I yeah. just thought it was like really simplistic and stupid and sort of borderline racist but <laughs> but everybody else loves him since then he made I think it was Elysium which, yeah, which, which wasn't didn't, didn't which wasn't all that great no. um, Chappie and Chappie which, no, no which okay mixed, mixed reviews but people are still very excited by this guy yeah. like you say he's like he's like M. Night Shyamalan people are like maybe he'll make another set for him to, to have a comeback and yeah, do well again, like, but, but yeah. he only made one good movie and so anyway this guy is going to make Alien I don't know the new Alien 12 Alien 12 or whatever but he's going to have it set after Aliens, so erasing <laughs> Alien 3 and 4. A bit like how, uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead had two different sequels going <laughs> yeah. on to two different timelines with uh, Day of the Dead and Zombie 2, so the Alien uh, franchise will diverge. But, so, you're saying it, so they just don't exist, but they're saying, don't worry about it. Well, no one's going to be that bothered if you I erase guess. Alien yeah. 3 and 4. I mean, yeah, the diehards might be, but like the, the general public will happily forget Alien 3 and 4. X-Men did it the best by getting rid of the third one by changing the timeline. They changed the timeline, yeah, which so there's a little nerdy explanation yeah. there, which we all enjoyed. Don't you know who I am? I'm the juggernaut, bitch! But again, when I was looking at these Wikipedia pages, mm. um, there's these detailed explanations of, of the life cycle of these Graboids. <laughs> right. And, and the science behind it, and, and and I don't want to read it all off. At this what, point. How much of this is you know dictated in the movie, and how much of this well, is fan invention? Uh, as far as I'm aware, a lot of it is said in the movies, but right. I think they've they've obviously tried to write it as if they're yeah. scientists, and right? Stuff. Right. Um, but each graboid can spawn six shriekers, okay. give or take. Okay. And again, on the Wikipedia, they're like much like how a blah 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 does in real life. Right. Like, okay. You know, right. So the aftershocks. You know, it did okay because yeah. it was only a director video thing. There was quite good reviews. I remember at the time, these uh, a lot of um, reviewers were saying how why didn't it get released to cinemas? Right, okay. perfectly fine. Yeah, no, better no. than Hunt yeah. the Blood Orchid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we were talking about all those other director video ones last time, when the fil- film franchises one, mm. it was clear that they were just beyond dreadful. Yeah, shoddy, low production values. But this was good enough that it could yeah. have gone to the cinema. So that was that one. Then it starts getting a bit shit. Okay. Um, with in two thousand one, Tremors three, back to perfection. But again, oh nice, yeah. I like that little pun. <laughs> yeah. But again, that gap, gap of five yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Why such big gaps? I know, but there must be again, like we said before, big enough. Uh, there must be an audience for it. Yeah. Um, but the good thing about this one was that there were several characters from the first film that came back. Oh, okay. Not Earl. Earl's gone now. Even Earl's gone. Um, so Bert's now the main character. Bert, the survivalist yeah, guy. So he's the okay. main one. But they brought back all the minor characters that survived the first. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. In perfection, Nevada. Go, go! There's a whole lot of shaking going on. run a business where your customers get eaten. Tremors 3, back to perfection. This time, they've mutated into the perfect killing machine. Great, Graboid? What? Are you kidding? For real? Now, only one team can stop these beasts. Michael Gross returns as Bert Gummer, obsessed survivalist. And people call me paranoid. 
Jack Sawyer, trusted sidekick. You do know which end the bullets come out of. I've seen movies. Jody Chang, second generation grocer. So this is really serious. I keep trying to tell you. These three warriors <laughs> face the ultimate challenge. Tremors 3, back to perfection. That's why we're at the top of the food chain. But this, uh, this time, annoyingly, they use CGI for the first time. Whereas Why? the first two films, it was all like uh, puppets and animatronics. And, yeah. And, you know, quite lifelike stuff. I remember watching it at the time thinking, Christ. Well, I'm of the opinion that, you know, prosthetics and puppets, mm. even if they don't look 100% real, just by having some sort of physical presence, they will yeah. always look more real well, yeah, but, than, than because, CGI. Because they made this massive Graboid monster thing mm. it, it looked as weird as it could look yeah you know? it's literally there when it's a CGI thing it's just like well that's going to go very you know that's going to look bad within a year yeah um, I will put a photo up of of said Graboid um, <laughs> but this time in the third film they this is the third stage of their life, sti- life cycle oh god okay but, where they turn into bird like creatures with wings why why <laughs> why tamper with I something know, that works why can't you just leave it but they if call the Graboids them, ain't broke don't fix them <laughs> they call them ass blasters Ass blasters, yeah. right? Okay, so they're really just taking the yeah. piss of this Yeah, and it, so now it's got to the point where... Because the first film was, was B-movie territory and silly, mm. but it had a, a certain essence of, uh, you know, realism and scares. There, there were some scenes in it where characters got killed, which were right. still quite haunting, whereas yeah. now it's got to the TV sci-fi, yeah. you know, Sharknado brigade. And when you've got the CGI in there, like I was reading recently about um, Rick Baker, who's yeah. like this the famous Hollywood sort of makeup guru, mm-hmm. and he did everything from... He did like uh, you know, American Werewolf in London, and and uh, he died recently, didn't he? No, 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 no. He's still alive. Is he? His career died. Too. Oh, that's your mistake. His career died. But you know, he did. He did all this, all this great stuff. Uh, Nutty Professor, even like he yeah. did like the makeup for that, and he's just like Men in Black. Um, he did all this great stuff, and he's been forced into retirement. Right. Still, still alive. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, still alive. I, I heard something about him. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so CGI, dodgy CGI, is just forcing these these great. Gurus of he's, prosthetics and makeup. Out he's just of the gone. Oh, can't be asked anymore. Yeah, no point. I don't blame him. So that's that's number three. I suppose now it's good to go to the TV series, which came out the same year and was made at the same time as the third film. See, I was vaguely aware there were some Tremor sequels. No idea about no, the TV I hadn't, series. I haven't seen any of the TV series. So this again, Bert is the main character. Oh, so Bert, Bert is back. Yeah. So the TV, show. the TV show was filmed at the same time as the third film. Right. So with all the same characters. Okay, so it wasn't that Bert was too good no. bacon style for, no. the, for Tremors. He was just no. like, oh, I've got my own TV spin Exactly, yeah. Sort of like he's the Coulson, yeah. Agent Coulson <laughs> is, of the yeah. Tremors franchise. He became the breakout character. Yeah, he? okay. Meet the locals of Perfection Nevada. There's Bert Gummer. He's always ready for anything. Welcome, Prendo, loud and clear. Ex-NASCAR driver Tyler Reed moves fast, especially when it comes to Rosalita Sanchez. She's easy on the eyes, tough on most everything else. Of course, you also got your graboids, shriekers, and ass blasters. Yep, we got all kinds around here. Pay us a visit on Tremors, the series, coming in 2003. Shut up! Oh, sci-fi. I don't know where Reba McIntyre went. She no. sort of yeah. She could have done it. Yeah, she. When was Reba on? Oh, like like last year. Oh, Re- so she Reba, could have done. Tremors. Maybe she was just touring her country music. I Maybe, but the, the TV series had Christopher Lloyd in it as a character called Cletus. Wow. Okay. This so, has got a better cast than know, Back to Perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it, and he's just, he's like, we gotta get those graboids, Bert. We gotta get those. It was that kind of thing. Um, but it aired on the Sci-Fi Channel back when it oh. was the Sci-Fi Channel uh, before it went to Siffy, wherever it's it the Siffy Channel. Uh, but they, for some reason, they aired the episodes out of order. 
Oh. They did a thing where they had episode one and six on opening night. So what? then the producers or the writers had to go, oh, fuck. So they had to like rewrite everything and rejiggle it. And What's... so it never went down well because it didn't didn't play. Properly. It didn't make sense. Yeah. It was like Firefly. Do you hear about the thing of a Firefly no. where they, they made a pilot. Yeah. Then um, Fox were like, oh, actually, we don't like this pilot. Make us another episode. That, that will function as a, as a sort of introductory episode. So Joss Whedon made episode two, which still kind of introduces you to the characters and the premise. Yeah. And then later on, they decided to air the pilot of Firefly, the original pilot, halfway through the series. Why? So not only did it then have two opening episodes, but they aired it like as like episode six, and it made no sense. Another, which is why Firefly got cancelled. One of many reasons why Firefly got cancelled. <laughs> we'll do a Firefly episode at some point. Yeah, I did a job. I've got nothing but trouble since I did it, not to mention more than a few unkind words as regard to my character, so let me make this abundantly clear. I do the job. And then I get paid. Yes, yeah, so a TV series aired for one season of just 13 episodes. Oh, okay. But then after that, the following year, was Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. Oh, prequel? It's a prequel. Prequel. And it's <laughs> set in the, uh, the um, 1800s. Wow, okay, it's a proper, proper yeah. prequel. And back is in the, it's set in the same place as the first one, Perfection. but it's back when it was called Rejection. Okay, nice. And it's Michael Gross's back playing Bert's great grandfather. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. And um, it's all about just um, how it all began, really. Mm. But the cool thing was, I haven't seen this film, I'll say that now, but it ended with the town deciding to keep it all a secret. Because the, the, ah, the yeah, point was in the first one they, they don't know what yeah, graboids are but they, they kept it secret they don't want they want people to settle in the area and to have money and shit sure. so they were like okay on January 2nd unexplained noises unusual disturbances and unnatural sounds will finally surface they're coming now to battle the worst of the worst are they following us this small town will recruit the best you're gonna hire a gunfight who might you be sir black hand Kelly. tremors 4 the legend begins the exciting feature-length prequel to the smash hit tremors starring original cast member michael gross we stand our ground and fight to the death with extras you can't miss you missed with a cannon that there? Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. Own it on DVD and video January 2nd. I'm sure it's shit. It's really <laughs> but they put a little, a little thought into it. Yeah. yeah. And then this year, Tremors 5. What? Yeah. Tremors 5? <laughs> it's coming out in October. This is again with like the freaky franchises. Yeah. Like these things where like the Scorpion King yeah. franchise is still somehow going. Yeah. How is Tremors still going? <laughs> so that's 25 years of Tremors movies. Yeah. But no one would know. Unless you're a Tremors nut. No. I don't know why you would... Again, but they must know that there's Tremors fans out there. Clearly. But I'm guessing this is straight to DVD or... Mm, or straight whatever. to Netflix or something. But it's called Tremors 5 Bloodlines. Michael Gross is back again, as Bert. But this time it takes place in South Africa. So, there you go. And he's been brought in to battle the Grabords and the Ass Blasters <laughs> with a tech-savvy newcomer played by Jamie Kennedy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Jamie Kennedy hasn't done anything for, for years, uh, has he? No, Jamie Kennedy is, is a man who doesn't have career lows. His whole life is one big low, Jamie Kennedy. Well, no, Jamie Kennedy... He did, he's in Scream, and he was he, pretty big in that one. And he was pretty good he was in good. Scream. And he he's came d- back... He's in Scream 2. Yeah, and then he, he gets killed in Scream 2. And he comes 2. back via a video in, in Scream 3. Scream 3. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. But he's great in that. But like, and Then he had, what, the Jamie Kennedy experiment? The Jamie Kennedy ex- experience Some experiment? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Which was like a terrible prank show. He was in Ghost Whisperer, opposite uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, no, Jamie Kennedy. Never quite happened. <laughs> oh, of course, he was in uh, Son of the Mask, which re- oh, which routinely wins uh, polls as being the worst movie ever made. Uh, so even if Tremors Five is, and I'm sure it probably is, atrocious, it still won't be the worst. Like you know, the more the worst movie on Jamie Kennedy's CV. But surely, I just feel. Wouldn't you feel sad if you're Jamie Kennedy? Because at one point you were. <laughs> You know, relatively big star, mm. and now you're having to do Tremors Five and yeah, be the, the second to Michael Gross. Yeah, but at one point, Jamie Kennedy was dating Jennifer Love Hewitt. Was he? Yeah, at, well, while they were on Ghost Whisperer. So don't feel too sorry for Jamie Kennedy. Is all I'm saying. Very strange. This February, one mask fits all. Jamie Kennedy. Honey, I think it's time we trade up. Alan Cummings and introducing Otis as Otis the Dog, son of the Mask. But what I like is in 2009, there was a sci-fi TV movie, mm. which, as far as I know, no one's said it's a rip-off anywhere, but it's clearly a rip-off of Tremors, called Sand Serpents. Okay. <laughs> and it's just about... But wait, um, sci-fi? Sci-fi had Tremors the TV show. Why would they need to rip off Tremors? I know. And it's apparently, this This might be a future episode, the 17th film of the Man-Eater series. Right, well, this should have been <laughs> the Man-Eater series. This should have been in our, uh, in our freaky franchise. Yes. What the hell happened? Where did they all go? I have no idea. These soldiers are about to discover... There's something out here. I heard it. ...their greatest enemy. Did you see that? What? Something moved. ...is the one they never expected. What the hell was that? And I think it's coming back. Hold back! How many of these things are there? One was enough. We got incoming! Okay, I've got it. The Man-Eater series. Yeah, okay, go on. Yeah? So it's uh, a series of made-for-TV natural horror films uh, produced, of course, yeah, on the Sci-Fi Channel. Is it all the same characters, or is it just well, as far as I can films? tell? It's just kind of like a. It's more like a brand. It's more like right. like Hammer Horror, okay. that kind of thing. Um, but it includes such incredible. Oh, okay, so it's all based around the idea of different animals that then start eating people. Okay. Um, so there's Blood Monkey, which is about man-eating monkeys. Uh, man-eater. Which literally, there's a film called Maneater, which is about man-eating Bengal tigers. Alright. Uh, croc, which is about... Uh, <laughs> is that in that Killer Croc? Yeah, that should be in, in the Killer yeah. Croc uh, little <laughs> subsection on Wikipedia, which is about a man-eating saltwater crocodile. Uh, Eye of the Beast, about Isn't a man-eating giant squid. Grizzly Rage, can you guess what that is? Bears. Grizzly Bear, man-eating grizzly bear. Uh, <laughs> hybrid, about man-eating wolves. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of these films. Swamp Devil, about a man-eating swamp monster. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, Sand Serpents, yeah. which is about prehistoric number 17 of of 25. <laughs> They're really, they've run out by 25, because they've got, um, they've got Ferocious Planet, 23 is Ferocious Planet, about man-eating beasts from a parallel dimension. Right. And 25 is about man-eating scarecrows. <sighs> Has it made you think of any other B-movies that were great? I remember Eight-Legged Freaks, that was a good one. Eight-Legged Freaks, underrated, David starring Arquette. David Arquette, yeah. Jamie Kennedy's yeah. co-star, of course. And Dougie and... Doug from uh, Cool Runnings fame. Nice. Psycho. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, a young uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, yeah one of their first freaks. roles. Yeah. What exactly is it? Spider-Man. Our town is being attacked by giant spiders. They're here! They're here! Warner Brothers Pictures presents... The biggest, nastiest, mutant spider movie of all time. Get back, eight-legged freaks! But you don't think you get ones like that just at the cinema now? It just doesn't happen. Eight-legged freaks was very much the the last sort of I one. I can't think of anything yeah. since, apart from maybe 
Hunt for the Blood Orchid. We hunt for the Blood Orchid, perhaps. Well, we were talking about how uh, basically the only sort of movies you can that are worth going to see at the cinema. Yeah. People complain because there's so many big, stupid summer blockbusters now. But the only... Because it's so expensive, it's me just going on a little rant, but it's, it's <laughs> so expensive now to go to the cinema, it's only worth paying for a cinema ticket if it's something that you have to see at the cinema. So something like yeah. Avengers Age of Ultron, where it's worth Fine. it's yeah. worth going to see it for the spectacle. If you're going to go see a... Or is know, it Danny Collins starring Al Pacino? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to go see some Danish movie, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's two hours long, it's like... I'll just wait for it to come on DVD because I don't need to see it at the cinema. It's only worth yeah. paying for the spectacle. So I don't know. Like I guess B movies kind of have spectacle, but these kind of like they just go straight to the yeah TV now. People don't know. bother releasing them in cinemas because no one's going to go <laughs> see them. So sci-fi have kind of ruined in a way. Like it was, sci-fi is kind of the the king of you know B movie TV movies, B TV <laughs> movies. But they've also because you can do them so quickly and so cheaply on television. Why bother? Why bother releasing them yeah. in the cinema or even director? As we were saying in the Freaky Franchises episode, why bother releasing them on DVD or yeah. anything? Or because you can just do them on telly or on Netflix or whatever. The only ones that will get to cinema are ones with a massive budget, like Cloverfield, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Clover. Well, actually, Cloverfield's a good example because yeah. it kind of was almost like a like a B movie. But uh, it kind of reinvented the whole. Yeah, well, it, yeah. yeah, it didn't have much of a sense of humour, but it kind of reinvented the whole. I guess the closest thing you would get is these slightly schlocky mm. horror movies. So mm. something like you know the Paranormal Activity Insidious. series started out Insidious. They yeah. started out as quite straight laced and have since become you know quite trashy and silly. And but then that's a that's a whole other episode we need to get into <laughs> where we look into sort of long running horror movie franchises. I'll I'll get onto that at some point. <laughs> Well, uh, I'd say that's about it uh, for this episode, all about uh, Tremors. Um, as ever, thanks very much for listening to our show and, and uh, subscribing and all that stuff. Yes, uh, if you if you do want to subscribe, um, you can find the podcast on iTunes mm-hmm. or go to the website where all our old episodes are. It's uh, twogeeks2beers.wordpress.com. And we're on Twitter as well, which is at twogeekscast. Uh, what are we going to be talking about next time? Next time, uh, I, we all, both of us, will be taking a trip to the village. Uh, ah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the prisoner nice. uh, next time. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll leave you with a little song which is played in a, uh, a, a big bit in the first Tremors film. I won't play all of it, but it's just a bit. Just for, for the name alone of the song mm-hmm. uh, by Bobby Bear. It's called Drop Kick Me Jesus. Amazing. So, uh, we'll see you next time. See Thanks you next time. Bye bye. Drop kick me Jesus through the gold holes of life End over end, neither left nor to right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop kick me Jesus through the gold holes of life Make me, oh make me Lord more than I am Make me a piece in your master game plan Free from the earthly tempestion below I've got the will, Lord, if you got the toe Drop, kick me, Jesus, to the goalposts of light End over end, neither left nor to right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop, kick me, Jesus, to the goalposts